Welcome back to the Morning Kickoff Show. I'm your host, Matt Witt, and today we are here to talk about Dark Horse Super Bowl or Dark Horse MVP candidates for the 2022-2023 season. For this MVP show, we are going to be looking at players who are not in the top 10 according to Vegas to win MVP. Those top 10 players are Josh Allen being the favorite to win MVP, Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers being slightly behind, and then you have Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford, somehow Stafford's in there, Russell Wilson, and Kyler Murray. So we cannot include any of these top 10, according to Vegas Insider, most likely to win. I'm looking specifically at the other players who you can place some bets on, maybe throw $5 into a player winning MVP and hitting on huge. Who do I think these five players that, that I really like where their betting is sitting at? Well, we'll get right into that. Also, looking at this, we are not going to include non-quarterbacks and running backs like we've seen in the past. This is a quarterback and running back award. I understand Cooper Cup last year was uh, even got votes to win MVP. It's just one, once every 10 years do you see a wide receiver in competition to win MVP. The last time we've seen a non-quarterback or running back win MVP was, I believe it was, I know it was LaDainian Tomlinson, somewhere in the, or, or sorry, Lawrence Taylor similar names Lawrence Taylor somewhere in the 1980s I believe it was and we we don't have anybody close to Lawrence Taylor right now there Lawrence Taylor in my opinion is the best defensive player of all time so for that reason I'm not including defensive players or wide receivers it's a quarterback and sometime running back award with that being said let's get into our top five Deshaun Watson comes at fifth on this list with plus 2500 odds to win MVP Deshaun Watson going to the Browns was a huge move that was made this offseason that personally I did not see coming not only did they trade for Deshaun Watson but they also traded for Amari Cooper the Browns finally have a competitive roster and not only is Deshaun Watson a dark horse MVP candidate, but this might be a dark horse Super Bowl team going into this next season. With the Browns, the reason why I have Deshaun Watson so late or so far on this list at the fifth spot, I for two reasons. First of all, we haven't seen the guy play in two years. We don't know if he's still the Deshaun Watson we saw a few years ago. I'm going to assume that he is. I mean, looking at how talented he was with uh, the Houston Texans, making three straight Pro Bowls with them, even though he won, what, 10 games in those three seasons. This is the best roster he's ever played on in his NFL career. For that reason, I have him fifth on this list because I believe that he's good enough to be on this list. But the only problem here is the fact that I don't think he's going to be passing the ball enough for them to win MVP. Looking at the Browns right now, in my opinion, they have the best offensive line in all of football. That's negotiable. I believe as of right now, the Browns should be in everybody's top seven offensive lines. Outside of that, they have, in my opinion, the best running back duo in all of football and one of the best tight end duos. What does that mean? They're going to run the ball 45 times a game. For that reason, I have Deshaun Watson so late on this list because I believe the Browns are going to run the ball way too much for them to be able, for Deshaun Watson to be able to really put up an MVP caliber season. Also, that Browns defense is ridiculous. So that could definitely help out his stats too. The better record you have, the better chances you are at winning MVP. This is what we've seen in the past. For that reason, Deshaun Watson on this list, the addition of Amari Cooper and David Bell, he does have players who he can throw to. You also have Donovan Peoples-Jones, David Njoku, he got Harrison Bryant. He has a lot of players to work with. So I believe when it comes to talent on that Browns offense, this is no question the best offense and best team that he's played on in his career. Coming in at number four, this is a questionable one, Jalen Hurts. This is going to have a lot of controversy, but I believe Jalen Hurts right now is one of the most underrated quarterbacks because he's getting so much unnecessary hate. Jalen Hurts MVP odds are sitting at plus 4,000 to win MVP. I don't know what else there is to see from Jalen Hurts to say that he can't have an all pro season. I understand right now it's possible Jalen Hurts this next year. We can find out that he's going to be a bust. 
We can. It's very possible. I'm not ruling out the possibility, but we could also see him turn it into an MVP season. Why? Because Nick Sirianni has shown that he can make Jalen Hurts work. I feel like every time there's a quarterback that has a different play style than the average Joe, Everybody seems to just dislike that quarterback. Look at Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson came into the the Baltimore Ravens team and was getting hate while he was putting up all pro numbers, MVP numbers, and he had a unanimous MVP season. I don't know why there's a why uh, quarterbacks like Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson get so much unnecessary hate when they're putting up numbers. For that reason, I have Jalen Hurts fourth on this list because that offense is stacked. Eagles have a top seven offensive line, in my opinion. On top of that, they had it. They added AJ Brown, one of the best receivers, second best, third best receiver under the age of 25, in my opinion. And then, of course, Devontae Smith going into year two. They don't even have to play Jalen Rager anymore. I also really do like Dallas Goddard as a tight end. I believe that Dallas Goddard's going to be a pro bowler this next year. And then don't even get me started on their defense now. All the additions that they've had on their defense, like I said with Deshaun Watson, when you have a good defense, that boosts your odds of winning MVP because your team's going to be better. You're going to be winning games. When you win games, you get more attention. I have Jalen Hurts fourth in this list. I believe not only is Jalen Hurts a dark horse MVP candidate, but the Eagles are a dark horse Super Bowl team as of right now. And that pains me to say because I don't like this team, but Jalen Hurts, he's fun to watch. He's fun to watch and he has surprised me. I didn't think he was going to work in the league and so far he has. Third on this list, we have my quarterback, Kirk Cousins at plus 5,000 to win MVP. <clears throat> this is straight disrespectful to Kirk Cousins. This is straight disrespectful to the Vikings offense to put Kirk Cousins at plus 5,000, but I have a smile on my face for this MVP odds because when Kirk has a chip on his shoulder, he does perform better, except if it's a primetime game. When it, when everybody doubts him, he performs better. We'll say that. With that being said, Kirk Cousins, there is no question that this is a good spot for him to be at is plus 5,000. I'm putting my money on Kirk Cousins to win MVP. I will because I believe as of right now with the addition of head coach KOC Kevin O'Connell who's worked with Kirk in the past this is going to be the difference maker on our Vikings offense the reason why I have Kirk on this list because I don't believe we're going to be the same Vikings offense we were in the past where we run the ball 30 40 times a game we're going to revolve our offense around Justin Jefferson Justin Jefferson's going to be the focal point of this offense and the focal point and face of this franchise and we're going to pass the ball way more than ever before <clears throat> I have Kirk third on this list just because of the offense that's around him. And then the offensive line is a little bit of a question. Now drafting Ed Ingram in the second round felt like a little bit of a reach, but it's a must needed draft pick as he can step in at both or right guard or center, depending on what position he needs to step in at. So two additions that are going to massively improve this Vikings offense, in my opinion. And I'm really excited to see what this offense can do with Kevin O'Connell calling the plays. And that's why I have Kirk on this list, just because we don't have Mike Zimmer as our head coach anymore. That's why I have him third on this list. Second, Jonathan Taylor. You cannot make an MVP list and not include Jonathan Taylor. You really can't. You really can't. I don't have Derrick Henry on this list, although he is arguably the best running back on this on this uh, in the NFL right now, just because of his injuries. And injuries don't. When you get injured as a running back, it makes you fall apart. And let's be honest, Derrick Henry, if he was going to win MVP, probably would have won it already. Jonathan Taylor going into year three. Has, is ridiculous. And just looking at this Colts team right now, they're going to run the ball more than they did last season. And that's a season where Jonathan Taylor put up 2,171 scrimmage yards, had 20 total touchdowns, and 5.5 yards per carry. Arguably the best running back in the league right now. Arguably the best in, in the league. And with that offensive line, obviously highlighted by Quentin Ellison and Ryan Kelly, 
just run it up the middle with Jonathan Taylor. He's averaging 5.5 yard per carry. You give this guy three carries on an offense, he's prone to get a first down. He's going to get a first down. <clears throat> and just looking at that Colts offense outside of that, they're probably not going to be passing the ball very much. Just looking at the tape last season, they looked best when they ran the ball. Adding Matt Ryan was a sure can kind of help them. I believe Colts are going to also, like I said, with the Eagles are kind of a dark horse Super Bowl team right now. We just have to really see how this new roster is going to look for each of these teams. Jonathan Taylor, you cannot make a list without including him on the list. Well, it is a quarterback award. It is. We haven't seen a running back win uh, MVP since 2012 with Adrian Peterson, who racked up over 2,000 rushing yards. So in order to win MVP, you have to rack up over 2,000 rushing yards if you're going to be a running back, which I think Don Jonathan Taylor will do, especially with 17 games in the season now where he can start all 17 games. I think he's going to get over 2,000 yards just looking at how they ran the offense this last year and how going into this next year, they're going to realize, well, we give Jonathan Taylor the ball 30 plus times a game. We're going to win the game. For that reason, Jonathan Taylor, second on this list. First on this list, this is going to surprise a lot of people. It's a quarterback that I've talked a lot on that I really love. And I think he's finally going to have an MVP season after all the time he's been in the league. And that is Derek Carr. I have Derek Carr on this list at plus 3,300 odds to win MVP. The fact that Derek Carr is not in the top 10 of MVP odds blows my mind. I mean, this guy is now... <clears throat> going into what is it like year eight year nine now he's gonna finally be on a good enough roster to be able to win and just looking at what the what went through the Raiders this last year where they ended up making a playoff after all the things happening to them with Henry Ruggs with John Gruden with their defense I mean everything happening to the Raiders they were able to come together because of Derek Carr I love Derek Carr's leadership he throws one of the best deep balls in the league he has arm strength and now he has, what does he have this year that he didn't have last year? And a good offensive head coach in Josh McDaniels, Devontae Adams, in my opinion, the best wide receiver in the league, added Keelan Cole and Demarcus Robinson. Yeah, they focused on wide receiver and completely filled their need at wide receiver. Oh yeah, he still has Darren Waller and one of the best running back duos in the league. This is a elite quarterback, in my opinion, and also looking at their team, it really just comes down to the offensive line. Colton Miller, obviously stud left tackle. Outside of that, their offensive line is very lackluster. And hopefully for their sake, Alex Leatherwood going into year two can have a huge progression from year one where they drafted in the first round and he was one of the worst rookie quarterback or rookie uh, offensive linemen in this last year. Going into year two at right tackle should be able to have some progression. They did draft this Parham guy, uh, the Memphis interior offensive lineman who can step in at center offensive guard. But with that being said, their offensive line's terrible. And hopefully they can find a way around that because they desperately need help. Maybe run a lot of two tight end sets for that team. And I really do like this Raiders offense. Now, their schedule's tough and their offensive line is not great. That's the only thing that's holding Derek Carr back, in my opinion. Outside of that, I'm going to put my money on Derek Carr to win MVP, Kirk Cousins to win MVP, and Jalen Hurts to win MVP. One of those are going to hit, or at least, no. One of those might not hit. One of those will at least be in the MVP candidates, will at least be a finalist for MVP, is my personal opinion right now. When it comes to Jonathan Taylor, that's a player that I believe everybody has to consider to be an MVP candidate this next year because... The Colts are going to revolve their offense around them this next season. They passed the ball way too much this last year, and that's what really held them back was passing the ball. It's the opposite of my Vikings team. But that wraps up the top five uh, Dark Horse MVP candidates for the 2022 and 2023 season. Let me know what y'all